What's up, deal hunters? It's Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. In this episode, we're going to talk about doing profitable deals on condemned homes. Stay tuned. You're going to love this one. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The real estate market is shifting. The time is now. The Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast is your home for the mindset, tactics, and tools needed to break through your limiting beliefs and find freedom by investing in foreclosure deals. Don't buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. And now, your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, broadcasting live from our studios. Listen, before we get into this, please do me a huge favor, like this video and smash that subscribe button. Let's keep you informed about the latest and greatest in foreclosure investing. We are talking on this show about doing profitable deals with condemned properties. But before we get into that, let's bring up our motivational quote of the week. Check this out. This is from Steve Seabold. Now, Steve, if you don't know, wrote the books about the the millionaire next door, getting rich with investing, things of that nature. Very much an investor. And in this quote, he talks about if earning money is based on solving problems and the number of problems is infinite, then your ability to earn money is infinite. A lot of people come to me in the investing space with sort of this I guess, scarcity mentality, for lack of better terms. You're thinking there aren't enough deals to go around. Maybe you believe that, you know, you just, you don't have the money or time or ability to do this and you you can't possibly find those things to do it. The reality of investing in anything, but particularly in the real estate market, is that we're ultimately in the problem-solving business. And a lot of people have problems with real estate. What causes these problems? Well, you have divorce is a leading reason of problem. People own a property together. They can afford the mortgage together with both incomes. But when the incomes are split up and both have to maintain their own households, they now have to split up that property. They got to divide the assets. That's a problem. You've got death is a big thing. These houses go to probate. Families inherit homes every single day, right? And that's a problem. You've got issues where houses get abandoned because they have to move out of the state or move out of the country. I recently worked on a deal that we're going to analyze on this episode where the the owner of the property is in a nursing home. So he's just not in a spot right now where he can manage this property, which was very dilapidated. And adding to the problem, the property was condemned because people were breaking into the property. You got drug addicts, people looking for shelter, especially in a market like here in Colorado Springs where it gets awful cold here. People will do anything to get out of the cold, right? So they find this house that's been sitting for quite some time and they broke into it. And ultimately the city condemned the property because it was a hassle, right? So one of this, the kind of the basis of this episode, I want to explain this to you. I've got a lot of ads out there that speak to foreclosure investing. It's probably how you ended up watching this show today is that you interact with me on social media somewhere, right? Well, those ads get a lot of positive responses. A lot of people really get what foreclosure investing is and how it can change your life and at least your personal economy of nothing else. But there's others out there who feel like investing in foreclosures is somehow taking advantage of 
other people. And nothing could be further for the truth. You got to understand that investing in foreclosures is very good for the market. When a property like the one we're going to analyze today goes condemned and drug addicts are living in it, it is bringing down the neighborhood value. I'm not happy about the idea of anybody losing their home. Okay, that's not the basis of this business. I'm not preying on people who can't help themselves. That's not the objective at all. However, banks foreclose on homes all the time. It's a normal part of the process. People have car repossessions all the time. Would you not buy a car if you had known it was repossessed because you were worried about the previous owner of the car? You see how silly that sounds when you say it that way? Absolutely not. The car is usually sold pretty close to market value. Well, what if that car also needed some work? Well, this is a problem for the homeowner. Not only if they lost the property to foreclosure or then the process of losing the property to foreclosure, they've got other issues that this house is causing. In the case of this condemned home or condemned homes in general, there's a fine system here in the city of Colorado Springs because they got recently overrun with a lot of people people whose houses suddenly got condemned because they were abandoned. These houses may have sat for years with nobody caring, but now every city in the country is facing a little bit more drug usage. Every city in the country is facing a little bit more crime than usual, right? That's just happening. You want to call it the stress from coronavirus, the COVID pandemic, the unemployment market. There's a series of reasons why this is happening, but economically it is in fact happening. Okay. So you stepping in as an investor and getting that house secure for one thing, but then properly remodeled and then sold to a homeowner who will love it and take care of it, not only serves the needs of that homeowner who without this process might not be able to afford a home at all. Think about if builders were the only place where you could get a nice house. Builders, if you're in any market, are obviously charging a lot for new, right? Just like when you buy a new car. Don't you pay a little bit more for new? Of course you do. And if you got the capital to do it, the income to do it, and you want to get a new home, I'm not knocking it. I bought a new home years ago. But if the only homes available for sale were new, think about what that would do for the first-time home buyer. Prices would be excruciatingly high because the only available properties would be new. The idea of buying a property below market, fixing it up and selling it actually helps the market. Okay, so what we're going to talk about is that you need to solve problems. And if you're big on solving problems, you can make an infinite amount of money by working on solving problems. Here, just getting into that, what I was talking about here, check out this article. I'm going to share my screen here a little bit. We've got an article here where the local news, there's a suspicious death on a house that was condemned Right. So people are living in this house and I'm not saying everybody in the house had a problem, but because of the suspicious death on the property, it is now condemned. If this house now sits, what do you think is going to happen to it? Right. There were already problems with this property. Look here. There are exposed wires, loose, leaky pipes, flammable material, all sorts of unsanitary conditions. The owner of this property, I mean, they're collecting rent. Right. It's not that they don't care. Just a lot of times they're kind of detached from it. Right. They want to have residents living in the property. But if it's unsafe and dangerous and somebody died mysteriously in the property, the city was faced with only one choice, which was condemn that property to take it out of an unsafe condition. Because stuff like that, if it happens once, is likely to happen again. So they condemned this really nice house. 
in the uh, upper north end of, I'm sorry, upper north end of downtown Colorado Springs, right? Nice area. And unfortunately, these families were displaced. If somebody doesn't step in now and make this problem go away, I can assure you it is just going to get worse from here. So as an investor, you are now taking the market as a whole and looking at where those problems are. Okay. And if you believe you can solve those problems, you can not only help the real estate market, you can help homeowners, you can assist renters, you can assist your own pocket because you should make money for doing this. And think about how many professions make their living on helping people, right? Your dentist is not inexpensive. He's probably compensated pretty well for keeping your smile clean, right? A good lawyer out there is helping people, whether it's in criminal defense on something they either did or didn't do, a divorce lawyer, et cetera. The really solid professions that make their living on helping people to solve problems can make an infinite amount of money because there's an infinite amount of problems. Well, one of the problems that we're discussing on today's show is dealing with condemned properties. So very recently, as I mentioned, we purchased a property that was condemned. We located the homeowner via our TV ads. So we had a lot of influx of calls. In this case, the call came in not from the owner, but from the homeowner's sister, who was seeing the notices coming in the mail about the city fining her brother on this property because the property was sitting empty. It was condemned and the city had to go out and board up all the windows and the doors so nobody could get into the property and, you know, do drug activity, cause more problems, add more criminal element. When things are out of plain sight and they're bad, it's easier to get them done, right? So the city condemned this property. Well, the the uh, the people, the squatters were undaunted. They kept breaking into the property over and over again. The city had to go in, scare the squatters off, reestablish security on the property by boarding it back up over and over and over again. Needless to say, this property was a problem for the homeowner. When we stepped in, we determined what the house was worth, which in this case, fully fixed up was nearly $400,000. And this is going to blow you away, but the, the purchase price originally was like 120 grand. And because we found some additional problems with, with the property, we got them down to wait for it, 95 thousand dollars. Now, is this a good deal? Well, on the surface, that seems obvious, but you've got to learn how to do your own deal analysis. So you can be confident in that deal analysis when you're doing it. We're going to hop in and normally we look at privy, right? But today I'm going to show you a deal check analysis. We are a proud sponsor and affiliate of deal check. So if you decide to sign up for the deal check application, please, please use my affiliate link. I really appreciate that because it gets me a little bit of money, but also I will help you to get your deal check set up if you sign up using the privy, uh, sorry, deal check affiliate link. I'm happy to do that as my way of thanking you using my affiliate link. It's not hard to set up, but once you understand the power of this deal analysis, you're absolutely going to love this software. So let's log in real quick here. And these are the properties that I've been analyzing re recently. Here's the property in question, okay? So you put in, and I, I was doing a purchase price, we were wholesaling the property, but what we really wanna see when we're looking at the profit margin on this is the 
tops. What could this property potentially sell for fully fixed up? Well, what we know about it is a two-bedroom, one-bath with 1,154 square feet, okay? Real quickly, Deal Check looks around in the area and finds properties that have similar characteristics. It's not exact, but it's very similar. Here's one on East Kiowa, 1.1 miles away, went for 494. Here's another one, one mile away. It's got a third bedroom, so we don't necessarily want to use that comp, but it went for 420. Another one here in Columbia, a little bit further away than I like. I like to keep my comps pretty close to a mile if I can, but this one went for 374. Over and over again, we can look at the various comps around this area. and We find that this property in fully functional condition should go for 375 to maybe 400 grand. So what am I going to do with it? I picked it up for 100 grand. I could certainly remodel it, but it's a pretty major remodel. And I'm working to help my clients get going. This is not a property I would put any first time flippers into. It is just too complicated of a flip. You can see by a nearly 300K margin that this is not for the faint of heart. This heart, this property needs a good amount of work. But even at a good amount of work, the rehab budget on this is expected to be about $120,000 to $150,000. So our exit strategy, we have a buyer on the property at about one seventy, dollars and they're going to they're gonna spend the one twenty dollars to $150,000 on it. Let's just round it up right? And say they spend about 125, give or take. They're into it for 295 and selling it for a minimum of 375, which is a good day at the office and could be in the mid fours to upper fours, depending on the level of finish and how far they go with the remodel. The point is it's a win-win situation across the board. The seller of the property, although they sold this property dirt cheap, they simply did not have the means to do this remodel on their own. Truly an investor, in this case, me was their only choice. So we're solving a problem. This guy in a nursing home, barely getting by financially and personally and physically, doesn't have the effort to go out and work on this property and get it back into condition, especially considering how extensive this remodel was going to be. So by negotiating the proper deal on this, now I have a property and a problem that I've solved. The next problem is there are investors out there who want to do deals. They got the construction chops. They've got guys on salary. They, some guys that I work with on my, in my business, I'm sorry, I'm still saying guys, ladies, I don't mean to be offensive. Some crews that I work with, they, they have to keep their crews busy. They've got families to feed. Okay. So if they stop producing deals, if they stop doing remodeling projects, those people have to go find work elsewhere. That's not good for anybody. So now by keeping them busy, by adding some value to the market, by finding these condemned properties and taking them off the market so people can utilize that, that economic resource to invest money in materials and labor to bring that property into current condition, the investor is going to make a lot of money for doing this deal. I'm going to make a decent amount of money for doing this deal. The seller gets rid of a problem house and the whole market around that property is thankful that one less property that could be a problem is no longer a problem. That for me, guys, is a win-win Win, win. So how do you find these condemned properties? Well, you know, finding deals, what I do to find deals pretty much across the board is Privy. I use Privy because Privy is a great tool for locating deals. I'm going to share my screen again here so you can check this out. But in Privy, normally I have this filtered automatically to show us fix and flip potentials in the market. But in this case, you've got 
pre-foreclosures. You've also got vacant properties where you can filter on that. And you've got what they call zombie properties, which is often abandoned properties that have been identified by the AI as homes that are not currently being tended to. The mail is kicking back. Stuff is not happening that should be on this property. And as a result of that, those work out to be solid deals. Now, I don't find a property every single day using that search criteria, but to give you an idea, you're going to find zombie properties, pre-foreclosures all across the country by simply putting in the right search criteria and analyzing that deal properly. So there are deals everywhere. They may not necessarily be in your local market, but having the means and desire to work outside your local market is helpful. Furthermore, um, being patient, understanding that you're not going to find a deal every single day and that deal hunting, whether it's condemned houses or otherwise, is going to take time. In lieu of using Privy, you can go to your local county, right? You can talk to your city planning division. And I promise you, every city everywhere has more condemned properties than they want to deal with on a day-to-day basis. When you come to them as an active investor who can take those properties off of their hands, fix them up, Right. And then resell them for a profit. I assure you the, the local, uh, guys who deal with them. I'm dealing with the guys who deal with con- condemned houses every day. And I got to tell you, they're sick of them. Okay. Having to go and resecure those properties over and over again, dealing with the squatters, all the situations they got to go through on a day to day basis. These guys got to basically walk around armed to really feel safe because they don't know what they're going to encounter. And when they encounter somebody, they got to involve the police. So now the police resources are being drained and having to deal with that. All across the board, condemned properties are a problem. So if you get into the problem solving business, As a real estate investor, by solving problems, you should be compensated extremely well for the value that you bring to the market. We're not taking advantage of people. We're not kicking people out of their homes. Think houses that are condemned, usually something happened to where that property had a problem anyway, like the article I showed you, where there's electrical issues, there's other issues that need to be resolved, and the home seller you know, for whatever reason, is not paying attention. They're like a slumlord. They don't care. It's causing more problems in people's lives, and they either don't have the financial resources nor the desire to handle it. If you can step in and make that go away, you should be compensated extremely well for doing so. So what's the action item on this? Well, if you haven't done so already, you want to hop onto Privy, get that app. Please use my affiliate link. The link is posted below to get involved with Privy and understand that there's properties everywhere that have a problem. Sometimes it's an obvious problem. It's been a divorce or a death in the family and the house needs a ton of work. And sometimes it's not as clear of a problem. Once you've determined what the problem is, if you as a deal hunter make your business solving problems, I can assure you, you can make millions upon millions of dollars in the real estate investment space. Am I saying it's easy? Absolutely not. I'm simply saying it's very lucrative for people who want to break out of the shell of normal income generating activities like the job you may be working at that you don't care for very much, right? And breaking into looking at the housing market as there are problems that you can solve readily by adding some money, some knowledge, some market research, some construction, etc. When you bring those properties back to market, you'll be handsomely rewarded. So take some action. Get pretty 
worthy, reach out to your local city, ask them how they handle condemned properties in the area. Get on that list and start scouting condemned homes because I assure you by taking those properties off the city's hands, you're solving a bunch of problems. You can make a lot of money doing it and the net effect will be money in their pocket and a lot more happy people. Okay, investing is not the bad guy image that some people make it out to be. When you use foreclosure investing, I get it. It creates this mental image of people losing their homes. And obviously in the 2008 and 2009 era, that was the case. A lot of people lost their homes through robo signing, a couple other issues that were not correct in the last foreclosure crisis. I fear that some of that attitude is carried over. And I don't mean to be heartless, but the reality is somebody is going to benefit from these foreclosed homes. It's either going to be the banks who already have way too much money, you know, as is, or it's going to be the individual investor who takes the risk, steps out on faith, does the homework, gets the analysis, gets a business coach, takes those properties off the market, fixes them and sells them at a profit. There's a lot of steps involved, guys. But if you will take those steps, I can make them very simple. The first step, if you really want to do this, if you're committed to getting your investing career started, I implore you to reach out, message me, schedule a call for the coaching assessment. And when you get a basic idea of what I'm looking for, we will hop on a call. And after a few minutes, I'll be able to tell you with certain certainty if coaching is the right move for you in your investing career. I'll also be able to tell you if it's not. You know, I have my course, the five F's of foreclosure investment system that can get you started on your own if you don't have the money or not quite at the right place to get into coaching. That's okay. Don't feel bad about that. We've all got to start somewhere. But if you are in a financial spot and you just don't know where to get started, I would love to be your first stop in assisting you and breaking through your limiting beliefs, getting the right mindset, employing the tactics that I use every day to do deals and using the tools that I use to make myself successful in the real estate market. So that's really our show for today, guys. There's a lot of stuff happening with condemned homes. And I think as we see, unfortunately, the the surgence of people losing their jobs, that's going to happen. It's a market cycle. It's unfortunate, but it's reality. Okay. Properties get condemned every single day. If you're not keeping up with the repairs on your home at some point, either you're going to have to fix the home or it's going to get condemned and somebody else got to fix the home. In either case, that's the route that all properties are going to have to follow. As you as an investor want to capitalize on that. If you want to change your family future with this process, learn about where the condemned properties are, use the privy search and reach out to your city today to find the best deals and start working through those problems. That's our show for today, guys. Once again, please subscribe to this YouTube channel if you got some value about on this. Like this video, subscribe to the channel, share it with your friends. Let's create a revolution of deal hunters all across the country that are solving these problems on a national level, keeping the real estate market afloat and just making better neighborhoods for everybody. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, thanking you so much for tuning in each and every single week to the foreclosure deals coach podcast and reminding you again, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Thank you for tuning in to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. If you like what you heard here today, remember new episodes are uploaded weekly. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast.
Do you want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Are you ready to learn the mindset, tactics, and tools required to be a successful real estate investor? If so, click the link below to schedule a one-on-one coaching call today with Donnie Corum, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, to determine if coaching is right for you. And remember, don't buy a house, buy a deal.